Warning. This podcast may contain adult themes and inappropriate language not suitable for the kids. You've been warned. Did you know that coughing can cause air to move through your windpipe faster than the speed of sound? That's over a thousand feet per second. <coughs> This is the EFTM Podcast with Trevor Long and Chris Bowen. What about that one, Trev? So basically, when you cough, you are breaking the sound barrier. Well, that's why it's so loud, is it? Yeah. Because, you know, when planes go through the sound barrier, have you ever heard that? Sonic boom? Sonic boom. When when have you heard that? Like at an air show? Uh, You know where I heard it? I was on Stockton Beach up near Newcastle and the Wormtown Airport. Uh, And, yeah, they they were doing some sort of flyby. Just wow. Did you ever go to the Schofields Air Show as a kid? No. I'm no. pretty sure my uncle took me there once. That's where the Goodyear blimp was based for a long, long time, yeah. or a blimp of some description. Well, they had a proper big, oh, yeah. proper big air show out there. It was a legitimate airport, Skyfields. Do they have an air show anymore? No. Well, I guess one at Williamtown. Is there any air shows? Uh, I think Tamora. Richmond occasionally have one. Um, Bankstown Airport I've been to for one a long time ago. No, not like proper with hundreds of planes no. and walk around and see. I'm prepared to say that um, air shows just don't exist these days. They're frowned upon. There's been some incidents. There's been some dramas. There has been some dramas. You know what? I went to one with my How father. Get from you coughing to. A... I went Sorry, to I one with my father a long, long time ago, yeah. and I was just working in radio. I just started, and obviously you look up at the sky, and I got so severely sunburnt, but I had sunglasses on, so I came in looking like a raccoon on the Monday after being at this air show at Bankstown. That was the last air show I ever went to. Good times. How did we get onto this? Oh, speed of oh, sound, speed of sonic sound. boom. Um, that's that's the reason. There's a lot on today's show, Trev. Great to be here. This is the EFTM podcast. EFTM. You're listening to the EFTM podcast. EFTM. Bodog, mm. it's impossible to do a survey of what was popular at Christmas. I mean, imagine ringing every household saying, what'd you get under the tree? A, you'd be listening for ages. B, lots of people would hang up. And mm. C, a lot of people just don't bother. Yeah, sure. Surveys aren't really a great thing to do. Even no. when they do a survey of a thousand people, it's still just a thousand people. Do you ever do the YouTube survey that sometimes you cop before you watch a YouTube no, video? No, because it gives you the option to skip after. If you yeah. wait long enough, Brush just it. like an ad. Brush it. But, you know, have you noticed some websites now use that yes. as their kind of paywall? Yeah. So you get, fill in the survey mm. and then you get to read the content. I'm okay game. with that. That's okay. As long as I'm you don't okay. have to part with cash. Yeah, I'm not happy paying. to answer some questions, but I'm not happy to part with I'm cash. I'm sorry, everyone at the Australian, but I've, I'm not paying. No. Oh. Okay, fair enough. I'm sure you do some good stuff, but yeah. I just I, I just don't. News.com, not not going to log on. No. No. Daily Telegraph. Bad. Bad. Paywalls, I just haven't got time for them. No. We've because got enough you know subscriptions. I read the headline. Yeah. That's all you need to know, Trevor. <laughs> Pretty much. That's how Donald Trump runs the USA. <laughs> he just reads a headline. Some would say he's a tyrant. He, ooh. Ooh. Dictator? Yeah. Isn't he? I'll tell you what. He's persistent. He just doesn't want to give in, does he, the old Trump stuff? Do you know what? Respect. Shut down everything. Respect. Respect. We're going there in a few days. I can't wait. <laughs> no, they're, they're going to be wrapped the baggage handlers and everyone at the airport. Will they check all this at the uh, at the border? I don't know. Well, look, I I did my own little survey of what sold at Christmas. You know how I did that? Mm. I I saw a tweet. I won't lie. I was inspired for this story, and it's on EFTM.com. I was inspired for the story by a tweet that was going around showing a screenshot of the, the app store and and what had been downloaded at Christmas time. Sorry. And yeah, you know, but the thing was, Amazon Alexa yeah. was right at the top, mm. like big time. That was the thing mm. that people had downloaded 
at Christmas time. Yeah. The problem was I thought, I'm not so sure. No. So I went to the App Store, because obviously in Australia it's different. Mm. Every country it's different. So I went to the App Store on the iPhone and I went to the Google Play Store and I looked at what was what was the most downloaded apps because this changes you know every day mm. it's kind of a rolling chart yeah um if you had a lot of downloads one day you will appear in the charts if you drop off you will slowly drop off the charts mm. the thing was both google and apple phones google home app mm. was the number one downloaded app mm. at that time so mm. i was talking this was the this was the 27th not even boxing day so sure. over the over the couple of days of christmas google home Number one. Yep. And then I thought, well, hang on a minute, where's Alexa? Couldn't find it in Android phones. Mm. On Apple devices, 47th. It's way down the list, Trev. That's but, which, and the point here is you require those apps yes. to set up the devices. That's right. And, and look, someone put the argument to you that you don't necessarily need the devices. You can get away with using the app itself to control lights and, and, yep. and things like that. But seriously, the overwhelming majority of people would have a device that would yeah. go hand-in-hand hand with the app, like just, me. It just said to me that that thing went through the roof popularity. Yeah. And it was probably the same last year. I didn't check last year. But, like, mm. my father-in-law bought one for his wife, my mother-in-law, yeah. Lenovo, on yeah. your recommendation. Yeah. Um, and it, he said it was the second last one there, and there was mm. no Google Home Hubs. Really? I think it went to Officeworks. Yeah. There was no Google Home Hubs, mm. and it was the second last uh, Lenovo. I wonder how the smart displays are going in comparison to the, just the speakers, the, the the Google Home and the Mini. I've got no doubt there's more speakers. Someone tweeted, uh, someone said to me this morning they've got four Google Home Minis. Yeah, right. Yeah, I saw that. And they're using it for broadcast mode throughout the house. It's like, an, know, intercom. like an intercom. Yeah. Yeah. How does that work? Explain it to me because I've not done it. You shout an instruction, uh, something like, you know, you go broadcast to the living room and oh, it right. opens up the function and basically becomes a walkie-talkie. It's a two-way function. How do you function. stop it then? Um, mate, we don't use it. Yeah, right. We don't need to. You probably so have to I'll, say Google Stop again. I've only dabbled in it, so yeah, it'd be something like that. So you can you can have four. You can broadcast all of them, or yeah. to a specific room, specifically, or all of them. So oh. in a multi-story house, or you know, some people have very large homes. I think it'd be handy in that in that way. Mm. And how much are the Google Minis these days? Well, seventy bucks. Seventy bucks is the, yeah. is the standard price. Oh, yeah. A couple of times I've bought them. Uh, either for for gifts or needing them for a show, mm. and I've, I've got like two from JB for the same price. Yeah, you know, so they're heaps cheap. Mm. So, Google, so Google smashed Amazon, smashed Amazon over Christmas, and there's a couple of reasons for that. Amazon just doesn't have the penetration that, that Google has in mm. Australia, mm. Um, and they do in America. That's why they're number one over there. They're mm. big over there, and Google is trying to beat them over there. And so it's it's amazing and interesting that Google has such dominance here, oh. right? But the other thing is, I I've not seen an Amazon in a store. Mm. I, I don't know. Can you? I think you can buy Amazon Echoes at JB Hi-Fi and the like. But certainly, they want you to buy on their website. Of course. Yeah. Whereas most people, I don't break it to you. Online yeah. shopping's popular, yeah. but it's nowhere near as popular as Buddy Westfield no. Shopping Town the day before Christmas. That's exactly right. <clears throat> Actually, speaking of which, wasn't that busy the day before Christmas? Um, so I went. that's when you went shopping. I, I went, went the day before before. So I, I got a parking spot. Wasn't too bad. Where'd you, you go? Through? Just Hornsby. Hornsby Westfield. No drama. Yeah, right. No drama. Why do you put that down to? Look, overall, I didn't mm. feel like it was an excessively busy Christmas period at all when it came to the shops. I didn't are go. people so even bothering to go to the shops? Yeah. They're, heat, they're they heaps are, busy. They? Like yeah. Amanda went a couple of times and mm. came back. It was just crazy. Yeah, right. So, But, yeah, no, I think Google's penetration in Australian mm. retail proves mm. that the retail path is still the way yeah, to go sure. here in Australia. Um, and that I think the charts actively and clearly demonstrate that Alexa mm. was smashed out of the park this Christmas. I'm not suggesting they're dead. I'm just saying that no. they've got a long road ahead of them. The other thing, so then then I thought, what other apps are required, right? Yeah. So then Fitbit was number two 
on on both Google and Apple phones. Yeah. So because you know you buy a Fitbit, you need the app. Mm. Garmin mm. wasn't number three, but it was certainly in the top ten or twenty mm. for the Garmin Connect and the Vivo Fit Junior app. So they they split their apps for kids' devices. They do. Whereas yeah. Fitbit, it's one app. Yeah. So Garmin. If maybe if they pooled their resources, mm. it wouldn't be uh, quite a bigger gap. But there's no doubt Fitbit more popular than Garmin. Mm. Although I think Garmin's just as good as Fitbit's in many ways, if not better. But Garmin's this more premium. You know, you're a triathlete, you're a massive swimmer. The watches are for yeah, that. Whereas I mean, Fitbit, you just want like step monitoring. Yeah, that's right. We went to the skate park this morning, and uh, three friends of the kids mm. all got Fitbits for Bloody Christmas. Mm. Little tiny, little little the basic ones. Mm. They're just sitting there going, "What there? What's my heart rate?" How many steps have I done? Like mm. that's what people want. Yeah, and they're not, they're just buying Fitbit because just it's the a bit brand. Of fun, bit of fun. And so with uh, Amazon, you can access the American store now, right? That because um, they, oh, they yeah, shut yeah. that so off partly. So it yeah. has to have been, it has to be stocked in the American warehouses. Okay, yeah, you can't yeah. buy from American uh, retailers who use Amazon as a shop front sure, storefront. Sure, sure, right. Okay. Um, the other one, well, interestingly, and we've we've got one here at the Bose. Mm. The other app that was in the top charts yeah. was speaker apps. For non-smart home speakers, so Ultimate oh, okay. Ears, yep, yep. Ultimate Ears, the UE Booms and UE yep. Blast, they were they were listed in both the Google and Apple stores. What about headphone apps? Well, see, Bose mm. Bose Plus appeared mm. in the app as well mm. in the, in the list, but you know, like way down the list. Yeah, yeah. but I didn't see any. I don't think most people mm. are installing the app for for, for headphones. Mm. I just really? don't think so. Nah. Yeah, I mean, I use it for the set of Sony noise cancelling headphones I've got, which are what are they? The WM. They're 1,000 Mark Threes. Yeah, Mark Threes. And I mean, you like, I like to sort of tinker with the EQ settings. And oh, mate, I, I don't think most people do. Every time I've got a set of headphones, I mean, I, I'd have six different apps of headphones on my phone. Um, but yeah, you're right. I mean, you don't need to, do you? No. Yeah, there's just most no need people, for it. they just turn them on and they go. Yeah, yeah. They don't really want to muck around. Yeah. Like, you know, most people don't realize that if you actually mm. tweak with the settings, you can play with the, the level of noise cancelling. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like some of those things do automatic noise cancelling and automatically. Often things like that. Well, the Sony, um, for example, you need to adjust when you're on a plane because it optimi- optimizes the sound based on the um, well, so you actually need pressure. to run yeah, the so, app. So once you're up in the air, you, you, you can recalibrate it, and the noise cancelling becomes better because it was calibrated at ground level. So when you're in a plane, obviously it's pressurized. But so wouldn't it be That's calibrated? Wouldn't because if you only use them, if you calibrate them for the first time on the plane, yeah, is that okay for every plane trip after that? I, no, no, no. I, no well, you'd have to change it again when you got off the plane because it'd be calibrated for when you're on the plane. Oh, right. You know right. what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. that's what I do. Why and is it not calibrated on the fly? Yeah, well, I don't know. It just doesn't have the I smarts to do that. I thought it was just smart enough to do that. No, it's not. Okay, fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I thought looking at the charts mm. was a very interesting way of looking at what was under, under, store, under Christmas trees because, mm. frankly, these days, so many tech things that you buy appear... And require apps. So mm. I guess the other one that I didn't notice, but I, if I actively sort it out, maybe they'll appear. There are things like, you know, Arlo or Nest or Ring, because those things might have been under Christmas trees. Mm. I didn't notice them stand out, but they're probably in there somewhere. The other one, and this is interesting to me, um, on the Android store right now, mm. Stan is ahead of Netflix. Really? I'm not surprised by that, you know. You think I'm, they're doing I'm really better? Not, I'm not sure if they're doing better, but in general, I just find Stan to be a better offering. There's just better content on there. Yeah, right. Yeah. See, Garmin, see, today, this is how much it moves. Garmin today is higher than Fitbit. Yeah. So, but, you know, I think Stan is doing better. Mm. I think they're, they're clearly, they clearly come across as, as an Australian company. Mm. And I think Aussies mm. think they're going to get better content. Yeah. Because it's like, okay, American TV is good. 
but you kind of prefer to watch Aussie TV just because it has our way of it's like yeah. we're getting off track, but it's like cars. Mm. The reason Aussie cars drive better is mm. because they're tuned for Aussie roads. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And you've talked about that, yeah. so that's why we prefer to yeah. drive something that's tuned yeah. to the Aussie it's roads. It's just familiar to us, and uh, you know, you feel at home. It's a very interesting thing to to, to scroll through. And you can do it on your iPhone or on your Android phone. Just scroll through the uh, uh, the top charts. Uh, section of the app store and just see what people have been downloading because yeah. essentially that's showing you things. But you know, I'm not seeing. I'm down to 77 here, and I'm not seeing uh, any of the no, um, the tile app. Like yeah, that tile. Yeah. I'm not seeing Nest or anything. Isn't this interesting though? What's iOS? Move to iOS. Oh, which says a lot of people got iPhones for Christmas. <laughs> and then so moving. what's that? A little instruction menu? No. Like? So it, what it does is you it sets up a Wi-Fi network on oh, your phone okay, and it sends yeah, a bit yeah. of the data like your SMS yeah, messages and your yeah. photos across to your new iPhone. Sure. So you can switch from Android mm. to iPhone. Right. Very cool. Okay. Anyway, that's what was uh, happening under Christmas. Well, how, what, what did you get, mate? Mate, um, a pair of thongs. Um, Havianas? Havianas, yeah. Because, I mean, I'm plagued by issues when it comes to thongs. Uh, my cat eats them. Oh. He's just got, he just has this, he's he like looks- a, a tracker. He can find them, a heat-seeking missile, but he finds thongs. So if, I don't, if I leave them outside... Um, he'll he'll um, he won't be able to get to them, but if I leave him inside, he'll eat them. So I go for thongs like um, underwear. <laughs> is that a fair analogy? I don't think it is. <laughs> I was just distracted. My I'm, wife was ringing. I I'm pretty confident. Why. I'm pretty confident you don't go through that many thongs. I do. Oh, mate, I reckon I've been through six sets at least over the last six months. What? Due to vicious attacks from my Burmese cat Felix. Well, why don't you leave your thongs at the front door? So well, I forget because the cat doesn't go out there. No, he doesn't. I just forget, mate. I've even left them in the car in the garage, and one of the windows was partially down, and he's climbed inside the car and found them. You know, I've got I've got a set of thongs, right? Thongs, that's yes. the brand. They're actually called thongs. Yeah, made made in Australia. Yeah, an Aussie brand. Right. And you know what? They're pretty bloody good. How much are they? I haven't fully reviewed them yet. Couldn't tell you. Oh, I've hang seen. on, it's a raw. I've Let seen. me just tell you something about Havianas, by the way. I mean, they are just a rip off. Mate, it's a piece of plastic. There's nothing rubber. special about them in any way, shape, or form. I mean, you, you might as well go to a servo and but, buy a pair of But do you know what? I do, so on EFTM, if you scroll back a long way, search for thongs, there is another brand like Wills or something like that, yeah. which is Aussie, which I did review. And they were okay, but the the fork, you know, the bit that kind of comes out of your, your, your yes, toe, yes. was frankly, it was a bit sharp. Right. And so I found it to be a bit jarring. And the, and the base mm. was thicker and, I guess, not as... Malleable as Malleable. You know, Malleable. It, it, didn't, it didn't bend as easily. I mean, I've never heard someone talk about thongs to this extent. What I'm saying is, yeah. it, mate, when you're used to something, it's jarring to change. So I changed to I put these thongs on the brand. Yeah, mate, excellent, excellent. They've essentially gone one. They've gone one better than Havianas. Remember the um, um what are they masseuse uh, style thongs, and they had oh sweet, they had the little prongs on them. Massage. Why have you yeah. opened up the Ecovax app? And dr- well, is there drama my, at home? My, is that why your wife? My wife is repeatedly ringing me. I need to send the vacuum back to the charging dock because she's at home with Henry, and it's causing chaos. I'm just doing that on the fly here. Oh, because it's normally set to do it's it at midday. One o'clock. Because no, one o'clock today. Because you guys are normally at work, at work. and he's at daycare. Yeah. And so that was the smart time to set it. Do you know what? That's interesting. Yeah. Technology doesn't work on holidays. No, it doesn't. Because I set up screen time for our kids. Mm. You've got an hour, yeah. and, it, and, and it has to be after 3 o'clock and yes. before uh, 7 p.m., right? So they've got this window of time where they can and an amount of time that they can. And, mate, 
on on one day of the school holidays, I went, okay, fine, you can have it at eleven o'clock. But yeah. just remember, this mm. is it. This is your screen time, and they yeah. turn it on. They can't use their bloody devices. Yeah. Look, it's a crazy time of year, Trevor. I don't know what day it is. I don't know what time it is. I mean, I love this time of year. If you're listening to the podcast in a few weeks' time, it's around Christmas, uh, coming out to New Year's, and yeah, look, it's uh, you know what, Trevor, it's great that we're here in the office. Though we are committed. No one else in this unit complex seems to be here. No. The EFTM just keeps plugging away. Uh, we're, we're here. We're just working hard. Sorry, I've just seen the text message from your wife. Please stop the vacuum, exclamation mark times five. There couldn't be more exclamation point. I mean, just pick it up and turn it upside down. Poor old Boris. Can you just press pause on it? Why is she sending me pictures of... Oh, Henry's attacking the cat. Okay. Anyway, there's drama. Look, I drove a Tesla P100D to Bathurst for Christmas and then drove it home again. Oh, and this good. is the FGM podcast. <laughs> the FGM podcast, but... The main reason was to test out their latest software, version 9, they call it. And as, well, some of you may not know, Teslas are regularly updated over the air via the Wi-Fi network in your home with new software, which gives it extra features. In the past, people have woken up with more power. Uh, the batteries have more capacity. Like, even, like These are critical things being sent yeah. over the air. It's not just the look of the screen. Yeah, it, moving they a few can icons. Actually, they can actually um, essentially change the firmware so that it gets better battery efficiency. Yeah. And, look, and, and the point here is that, like, I bought a, a Holden Molina mm. Commodore wagon in 2010 mm. and it had the IQ mm. to infotainment system. Is that what it was called? IQ? I'm pretty sure it was, something yeah. like that. And well, it, it was like... Yeah. It was you could you could put a CD in yeah. and, and it would rip the yeah. CD and save it. Amazing. On a hard drive. Amazing like, stuff. wow, okay? Yeah. Problem is, we've still got the same rubbish kid songs from yeah. eight years ago in there. And I'm pretty sure at dealer services, it's been updated once mm. because I reckon there was a change in Bluetooth. They mm. made it so you had to have a PIN number or something. Mm. But that's the only thing that's changed. In eight yeah. years of owning that car... The buttons are still the same. Yeah, lots of cars can be, you know, they do these flash updates at the dealership where they plug it into a system and they they can reset the transmission calibration, change all sorts of different things. But over the air, massive updates like this, pretty much Tesla are the only ones doing it to this extent. So what are the improvements when it comes to Tesla version 9? Well, I think the biggest change is the addition of, well, a dash cam. We'll call it a dash cam because yep. effectively that's what it is. Um, the Tesla has a stack of cameras surrounding the vehicle which allow it to have that amazing autopilot function and, and basically autonomous driving ability. The forward-facing camera, which is in the top of the windshield, can now be used as a dash cam. Mm. So it's a camera. I mean, it's always been there. It's picking up pedestrians, line markings and, and other obstacles. But now, via a USB flash drive, which you plug into one of the front USB ports, you're able to record what it is seeing like a normal dash cam but you know it's uh it's got a few disadvantages and a few uh, weaknesses um i mean the footage isn't that great uh there's a so, yellow tinge to it yeah i looked at it on, and you've published it at eftm.com and the, mm. the videos within it i mean the quality there's so many things about a dash cam yeah. i've reviewed a lot of dash you cams. have and, yeah. and, and um one week once we get back from ces yeah. we'll do a we'll do a 2019, mm. 2019 dash cam review because mm. it's it's fun to do i think we should do it as a proper video um, and you know we can put six of them in a car mm. and really properly put them to, side by side. It's it's good. I did it years ago, and I think it's worth doing. But mm. the quality of the video is excellent. Like it's very, it seems high quality mm. resolution. Yeah. But there's this yellow tinge across it, mm. and also it's a very narrow field of view. Mm. So in a dash cam, and one of the selling points of many dash cams, Uniden, for example, they say 160 or 180 degree mm. field of view. They put these wide angle lenses in so that you can essentially see just outside the A and B pillars of the mm. car so that you can see the car coming across and hitting you. 
I don't know that the field of view is great on well, the Tesla dash cam. Because that's the nature of the camera itself. I mean, I think there's eight cameras in all when it comes to the Tesla. So it's got two cameras on the side as well facing forward. Yeah. So they're covering up the, the blind spots that the front one's not covering. So you can't physically change the camera. All they can do is use it to the, the ability that it's currently got. And how does it work? You put a... USB. USB flash drive, which you format, and you create a little folder called Tesla Cam. Plug it into where you plug your iPhone to charge, for example, and basically it continuously records one-minute clips, little one-minute clips, up to about an hour, and then it'll start rolling over the top of all that again, clearing it and starting it fresh, unless you choose on the run to stop it and then archive the last 10 minutes of footage, and then it puts it in a separate file if you really want to do it. Look, there's, I mean, you know, it's recording what's happening. There's no doubt about that. I don't think it will uh, detect a crash, for example. A lot of those dash cams activate when the, oh, the, the G-Shock yeah. sensors go off. doesn't record speed, um, you know, your location, longitude and latitude and all that sort of thing. So it's, it's very, very On the very screen, basic. anyone that's watched Dash Cam Australia, yeah. it's about the only channel I'm subscribed to on YouTube. Yeah. I get the emails about. Mm. I love watching it. Yeah. I'm just crazy for it. Yeah. I love hearing the commentary from people the in the Aussie car. commentary. Oh, yeah. fuck, what about look that, that mate? fucking dope? Get out of the way, yeah. you know, It's just good See shit. See a kangaroo right? coming. Here comes a big one. But you don't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. Is that you, Bound? Yeah. Um, but you know, so there's no audio, no, and there's no little trailing telemetry, mm. as you said. You know, the how fast you're yeah. going and all yeah. that kind of stuff on the screen. Yeah. So, as a dash cam, yeah. it's a rubbish dash cam. Yeah, is what oh, I'm saying. It'd be a two out of five star effort. As a as a feature of a software mm. upgrade, it's a pretty remarkable thing to do. Yeah, it's cool. And I love the fact that if you look at the file names, I think it says, you know, record dash front. Front, yeah. And so it says to me, well, there's possibilities yeah. they could record all of them. Absolutely. And what they want to do yeah. is they want to test that, you know, it doesn't, you know, ruin the hard drive, let alone yeah. the processing mm. of, the computer, of the car's computer. But it says potentially you could get mm. a rear or a side mm. or whatever as well. But I, I just, I do think it's a lot of hype for something mm. that, is not a great dash cam, and most people who want to protect a $200,000 car will get a better dash cam. Yeah, I was reading something earlier. They kind of rushed it out. Elon said there was a bit of pressure from a certain department within Tesla to say, let's just get this out. You know, right. we can do it now. So, look, they'll improve it over time. There's no doubt about it. And that it. is the one thing you've got to give them credit for. They will improve things. Well, mate, they launch things like autopilot before it's really polished. So that's the one thing Tesla do do. They open doors... Or maybe they shouldn't, you know, yeah, but we all get to have a crack at things. Um, look, there's other little features that have been improved as well, like the location of certain icons for the climate control. They're in better positions. The, any, the actual instrument cluster in front of you, there's different menus that make more sense. You can act. What are, I've never been able to uh, adjust a sunroof by using the roller ball on the oh, steering you wheel. You can do that. Yeah, like it goes up in 15% increments in terms of how far it vents. Okay. It's, it's a bit annoying when you think it's a volume switch and all of a sudden your sunroof's going up and down. Um, and, uh, look, all sorts of different features. This is a $262,000 car I drove, so again... But version 9 applies 1% to is the $150,000 car as well. Pretty much, yeah. I mean, the dash cam is only available on cars from August uh, 2017 who have Autopilot 2.5, so not everyone gets that dash cam um, uh, ability. Hang on, so you've got to have the Autopilot function as well? Correct. Hang yeah. on, the Autopilot cameras? or Because there's a difference, yeah, right? Yeah, there's an we advanced know, Autopilot. We know someone who owns the Tesla, and yeah. he hasn't bought the Autopilot software, yeah. but it, it's the 2017 plus, you know, it's a 2018 car, but yeah, it's got yeah. enough cameras yeah. for the autopilot. It's got so, the ability. So you've got to have the... Enhanced autopilot, which costs 7100 on the particular model I had. I'm just wondering whether you've got to have subscribed to the mm. autopilot. I don't think you do. I don't think you have to no. have subscribed to the autopilot to get the dash cam. Mm. That'd be horrible. That'd be a nightmare. <clears throat> That'd be awful. But and it the does need to be running a certain it. version of autopilot, which they call 2.5. No, I wonder. I reckon you don't. I reckon unless you've paid the seven grand for the autopilot, I don't reckon you get the dash cam. 
Mm. <laughs> it's probably <laughs> even though point, the camera's actually. there, you'd be filthy, wouldn't you? What a jib! But you know, and you got the silly little games. I mean, <laughs> the fart, the fart, fart effects, so fart, what, what fart on demand, yeah, emissions sitting control at the system. So literally, you can activate this fart sound effect and choose from a whole different range of farts. I know we don't do toilet humor, and no, every we... and every time you indicate, oh, I missed that memo. Every time you indicate left or right, it's a. It's just bizarre. It really is So it bizarre. replaces the indicator. Yeah, exactly. Um, Elon's a strange cat. Uh, there's also like a little um, fire effect which covers the entire infotainment screen, so it's like a log fire burning. Great graphics, looks fantastic. But when you turn it on, the seats also start warming up as well. So it creates this romantic feel, and then it starts playing a bit of Barry White or some sort of uh, music that gets you in the mood. So I don't know what's happening in Teslas across the world right now, but that you know, I almost got a little bit excited using that this morning. I was waiting for you somewhere. But look, overall, like just incremental improvements and a massive update via the dash cam with version 9. Um, look, Tesla, though, look, Jaguar, the iPace I drove a couple of weeks ago, that's going to have the capability to be updated over the air as well. We're going to see more and more of this. I mean, you were talking to me this morning as well about a Jag that you've been driving, which received Apple CarPlay via an update. And yeah, that was so, over the air as so well. So I'm driving the XF Jag, um, three-litre turbo, mm. and... It's got this beautiful widescreen, but the Jags have had this widescreen infotainment system for a while, But mm. and they rabbited on at the F-Pace launch about it to me, mm. about how much money they'd spent on yeah. literally technology research. Mm. I'm like, but it doesn't have Apple Buddy CarPlay. Mm. I plugged my phone in, my Android phone, mm. and Android Auto came up, and I went, oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. Now, Android Auto... It, kind of small on this big screen. You plug your iPhone in it and it's a proper widescreen yeah, Apple wide CarPlay. Screens, yeah. I asked James, or I said to James, frankly, I won't lie, he said, hey, join the XF. I said, I'm, you're not getting it back. It's James from Jack, good and, man. And he said, I said, I'm bloody, I'm gl- really glad it's got Android Auto. And mm. he goes, it's available on model year 19 cars. Mm. That's a model year 18, which some many of which can get it via a software update. Sure. So they've obviously allowed you to do that. I don't know if it's a paid thing, but if you've got a model year 18 Jag with a big widescreen infotainment system, you might be able to get Apple CarPlay and Android Auto, which is not well, something you right, get exactly. in Tesla. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, well, you were actually, you tipped me into using the, the, the Waze yeah. navigation system because it does show you where the police are, which I find handy. <laughs> uh, and I was very much looking forward to using that feature, but yeah, no Apple CarPlay, no Apple CarPlay. In, in Tesla. And that's not going to happen anytime soon. Another thing I should mention is this 3D rendering of the vehicles that are shown on the set yeah. of the instrument cluster, which effectively is a blind spot monitor, really. And they've always sort of had that. Yep. So you could see what lane you are, you could see an icon of your car and some other cars yeah. going past you. Now, shows you if it's a truck, if it's a bus, if it's a cyclist, if it's a pedestrian. Very, very clever. I mean, you know, you don't have these little orange lights in the side mirrors to indicate your blind spot is full. You can actually now see the fact that there's a particular type of vehicle coming up on your left or yep. right. Um, look, it's a bit glitchy as well. I mean, it's using the cameras to piece together a 3D rendering so it's not of, of really a vehicle. A, it's not something you could rely on 100%. No, I, I mean, it's Reasonably accurate. How hard is it to see what's around you? But if it's a lot of... Tra- yeah, exactly. I mean, gone are the days where you look over your left and right shoulder, aren't they? Mate, <laughs> do you know what I saw like- the other day? Have I mentioned this already? I saw a woman in a car park, and yeah. she was, she'd gone past a spot, and she's reversing it. She's reversing it, and, mate, head out the window backwards. <laughs> like, I'm like, love, two things. <laughs> the mirror is for that, yeah. and you're meant to look over your left shoulder. Yeah, yeah, The, the mirror right. there. It's like yeah. She was looking out the... But you know what? The thing about... And I read this somewhere the other day. It might have been a, a motoring publication in Australia talking mm. about how we actually just need better drivers and better driving education rather than you know things like speed limit changes mm. and all this technology. We probably don't want to encourage people to use blind spot detection and you know these graphics. We should be. You should know where all the cars are. 
it's that's like your, that's your job as the driver. Occasionally, with pilots, you hear about how they need to retrain how to fly the actual plane because yeah. there's so many automated systems. I just hope we're not getting to that point. Because yeah. you know what? I mean, I, I, often I'll jump <clears throat> maybe into a Kia Picanto, which does have a reversing camera, actually. So probably a poor example, but you sort of still rely on that little camera. It's the small. I mean, if you can't Mate, see what's behind Master that, two, well, then what are you doing? So you you drive my. Master I drove your Mazda two. That's when the problem occurred. No for reversing me. camera uh, or feel, sensors. You feel a bit sort of vulnerable all of a sudden. No sensors. That's yeah, right. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, we've lost that art of actually Whereas looking around. There's some things that I absolutely adore. So I drove the XF Jag up to my mum. So mm. you're talking a five hour drive there and back. And all the way there and all the way back, mm. pretty much. I, you know what I call it autopilot because yeah. for me. The thing I hate about freeway driving mm. is uh, moderating my speed. Yeah. So what I do is I go, all right, it's 110 zone. Mm. I'm going 116 mm. because, and I use GPS to work out that's actually mm. 113, 112, mm. which is fine. And I sit at 116 and I go, we're done. Because then I choose my gap. Mm. You know, I, I like a medium sized gap, not yeah. short or long. Yeah. And then it's over to me to steer the car and to indicate and get mm. around, but I don't have to worry about my speed. I don't have to worry about whether I'm going to get yeah. caught by cops. Not yeah. going to happen. Yeah. I don't have to worry about running up someone's bum because the mm. radar does that. And essentially, the car mm. drove itself speed-wise yeah. all the way up the M1, the New England mm. Highway, mm. almost to my mum's place. Yeah. And it, it made me more aware of the road around yeah. me because I'm less worried about speed. That, to me, mm. and I'm relying on the head-up display for my speed. I turn the, the dash... Uh, dimming yeah, all the way down, yeah, so yeah. so the head-up display is what I'm seeing. Yeah. And you know what, Tesla, no head-up display still. Yeah, they still don't have that. Honestly, hello. Yeah. I know, I know. But they'd argue they've made up for it certainly in other areas. But look, just on their autopilot system, um, we've had extensive use of that. We drove Model X from Brisbane to Adelaide, and it was a little bit shoddy. Um, yeah, a little bit, you know, hairy. From After time a day, to time. we were not touching it. We just didn't want to use it. But look, I think incrementally they've really improved it. It is surprising. It is the most advanced autopilot no doubt. system. And the, the the sharp ends on the Bells line of road that I let it take me around, I still have my hands you on the mad. wheel. But it was able to do it. The only thing that freaks it out is uh, poor Oncoming lane. traffic? Yeah, oncoming traffic occasionally does get a little bit freaked out by. So it'll just suddenly... Lurch. It'll the only just, thing that it'll freaks it out speed. are real world conditions. Real world conditions, but you know the line markings need to be perfect, basically. Yeah. But overall, uh, you know, you need to learn to trust it. Yeah. Because the moment you start trying to intervene and ripping you control back, you get that jolt, and your wife goes, "What the hell's going on?" And then there's the acceleration, of course. There's <laughs> just virtually no quicker car in the world off the mark. Mate. On Monday morning, I've got the Jaguar I-Pace on the Today Show. Yes. So I get to pick it up on Sunday. You'll love it, I'm telling you. Just, uh, It'll be your car of the year. I just, I can't wait. Just before the year's out. I get it for 24 hours, and then when we go from CS, we'll have it for a week. Look forward to it. That's the uh, latest on the Tesla version 9 software update. You can find more at eftm.com. And we do it thanks to good people at Alcatel. And I got a note uh, the other day from someone who I recommended the Alcatel um, Essential Tab from Telstra. Eight-inch tablet, um, simple little device, $129. They bought them for their kids for Christmas, and they love them because they're simple. It's, uh, it does what you need. It connects your Wi-Fi at home. If you want to connect it to 4G, you can, but it's also got a, a kid's mode. So you as a parent can hand it over to your kids knowing that they won't get into the settings, they won't get on the internet. They can just play the games that you've downloaded and authorized for them. It's called the Telstra Essential Tab 8. It's 129 bucks from, and it's built by Alcatel, and you'll find it on the Telstra website and at Telstra stores. EFTM. This is the EFTM Podcast. EFTM Podcast. Now, Trev, I'm going to ask a question I already know the answer to. Are you into cocktails? 
No. <laughs> and you know what? Nor am I. Mainly because when you go out and you go to a bar, which I very rarely do these days, you, you, you look at a cocktail menu. Vegas next week. Yes. Yes, that's right. You never know. We might have one over there, Trevor. Oh, well, the bar hop. We should try one. What? You, you and your bar. It was two years ago. You were pretty good no, last year. No, it was year. two years ago, man. I moved on since then. Let's not talk about that period. Um, look, cocktails are expensive. I mean, you're looking at 20, 30, 40 bucks for just a simple cocktail. Because oh, a, a lot of effort can go into a cocktail. I mean, that's the whole shaker thing. The shaker thing you can have. I mean, the there's art. Bloody Marys to all sorts of different exotic ingredients go into a cocktail. Look, I'm not into cocktails, so I just don't know much about them, to be honest. But what has happened is, and you know how you got HelloFresh. Yep. You've got Nespresso. They deliver the ingredients to your home and you make. So you can subscribe to Nespresso Coffee Come to Your House. The HelloFresh is a good example. You mm. find foods you like yep. and they deliver mm. it to you. Not complete, but you, you make it at home. So what yep. you're saying is you do you determine the cocktails you like and how do they send them to you? I don't I, get it. I came across a the ingredients. I, look, I came across a company called Cocktail Porter, right? So they send you a box and inside the box is everything you need. All the exotic ingredients which are involved in making a cocktail, for example, the spirits, there might be mint leaves. There, I mean, you know, things like martini have olives and things like that in them. So it's, this is a subscription service. You can do a, a one-off, for example, if you want to host a particular function, um, or you can just keep maintaining to get a, a, a box every month. Now, we're, we're talking about boxes which are priced from about $130 a month, right? Because cocktails aren't cheap. I mean, these spirits are... Are pretty expensive, yeah. but, but when you work it out, so you're getting a lot of little bottles of spirits. Is it like they like mini bar bottles that they send you and tell you how to mix them. I think they send you a whole bottle. Oh, right. So with, hang on, with with menu, well, like with uh, what do they call them? Um, complete instructions. Recipes. Yeah, complete instructions. Okay. So uh, uh, there's between uh, thirteen and eighteen cocktails per box. So it works out to be about seven dollars fifty per cocktail, which in terms of going out is incredibly cheap. Um, and you know they offer you all the premium spirits. And all that sort of thing. There is a delivery fee as well, which takes it up to about $145 a month. Um, this had a bit of success on Facebook. People seem to be interested in the whole concept because doing things at home like this is just more, it's just so easy these days, mate, isn't it? I mean, to have. You know what? We're homebodies. We are. Have you noticed that? Well, mate, we've got giant TV screens. You don't need to go to Hoyt's anymore. Uh, you can have great coffee if you really want to via simple machines. You can have your HelloFresh delivered, which is just fantastic. We, we do HelloFresh three or four times a week. Um, so you can basically be a hermit you, you could, at home. You could just live at home by mail delivered. order. You could go to Kogan and Amazon and what on eBay to buy anything you need to brought into the house because deliveries are so easy these days. You're essentially... Yeah. You don't never leave to leave your house. You know, house. Exactly. You could stay at home, Trev, and you could have a classic gin martini. You could have a treacle old-fashioned or a Bloody Mary. It's probably the smartest way for me to try cocktails, really, isn't it? Not leaving the house. A London dry gin. <laughs> yeah, and make sure no one else is home as well. But, uh, look, they, they offer basically uh, within three business days in the Sydney metro area. They do it once a month, once you place your order. Look, it's just something new. And something... Bottom line, if you or your missus mm. love a good cocktail when you're out, yeah. And you haven't really tried doing cocktails at home. Mm. Maybe you've got a nice party coming up over the summer. Yeah, well, that's right. Australia Day cocktails? Yeah. Make it happen. Make it happen. And you know what? I asked the founder of the company a few questions. I said, look, what sort of gear do you need? Because you need the shakers oh, and the right. glasses. He said, mate, to be honest, you can have all that, but you can just use a sports bottle to shake it up if you really want to. Oh, yeah, <laughs> like, just be careful not to use it for the kids the next day. <laughs> that's going to take Yeah, well, that's right. That's going to take it away, take away from the whole appeal of it. But look... What a great idea, Cocktail Porter. 
Um, we came across it a few weeks ago, and I, and I spoke to the, the CEO, Cam Northway, who's a good bloke, and he's been involved in the food industry for a long, long time. So you can check that article out at EFTM.com if you're really into your cocktails, cocktailporter.com.au. Right, check it out. Delivering cocktails right across this Sydney. This is the EFTM podcast. How good is Christmas? Yeah, it's okay. Oh, it's just okay. It was a weird Christmas because it was on a Tuesday. and it might ch- The day changes every year. I know it changes year. every year, but when it's early in the week, like the rest of the week yeah. is just no man's land. I don't my know what day it is, what date it is. My kids on Christmas Eve, I'm like, good night. They're like, good night. Uh, good night, Jesus. Love you, Jesus. Yeah. Because they don't know, they're trying to work out where Santa fits in and right. whether or not, you know, the whole thing's, you know, who they got to love. Mm. They're just like giving love to everyone because it's so big. They wake up, well, you haven't got to this stage yet, but they get no. up early, they're running downstairs, they've got yeah. their presents and everything. Mm. Then in our in our world, so we went to mum's the weekend before because mm. my mum lives, you know, six hours a bloody way. Mm. Uh, and then on Christmas Day, we go to the Outlaws. Mm. Outlaws, nice house. Mm. So we got married. Mm. We go there a lot. Yes. Got a pool. It was a great wedding. So we had the whole lunch yep. uh, situation, mm. presents. That was her. Did you have turkey, ham? That was everything. Everything. Seafood. I personally just had ham oh, or some right. beef. Some how boring you are. Yep. Oh, beautiful roast potatoes. Oh my god. Uh, I don't know how they did them, but they were just magnificent yeah. roast potatoes. Jeez. I was swatted away from them, unfortunately. Anything with carbohydrates, right up your alley. No, hundred percent. Yeah. Basically, if it's bad for you, I'm in it. If it's got starch in it, it's for Trev. Oh, mate, what do you stop talking about? Stupid stuff like that. I don't know what starch is. What does it matter? Anyway, we had a great lunch. I don't know what starch is. Well, what, it's the stuff you use to make your shirts stiff, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's basically from potatoes. Well, it'll have to be, wouldn't anyway, it? Anyway, when people start talking about protein and carbohydrates, I just go, mate, tell me what the food is. Yeah, it's just my life. Obviously, okay. did you go to school? No, I didn't learn any of that stuff at school. I would have learned that at school. Oh, okay. Keep going. Keep going. Anyway, so we're having, we had a great, Christmas great at the time. Outlaws. Yeah. The, old, the older generation, the grandparents uh, left. Yeah. And I was like, hey, kids, you can get in the pool now. It's a bloody hot day. Yeah. You know what? The kids, we were in the pool for so long mm. that Victoria had her nails done with a, with a mother mm. and the bloody nail polish came off. Oh, really? Like we'd spent, I don't know how much that is, but obviously she got you a nail sure done. sure the chlorine levels were okay? Yeah. No, it's, you know when your fingers go all... Uh, yeah, you get that prawny. Yeah. Prawn, prawn. No, it's not prawn. Prune. Pruny. Pruny. Not prawny. Mate, we were, we'd been there like yeah. a good couple of hours. Yeah. Oh, it was good times. Yeah, uh, good, good times, They got the whole thing You had a great time, We had a great time. Why don't you just skip to the chase, all right? Instead of all this waxing lyrical about bullshit, why don't you actually reveal to our listeners, our dear listeners, our fans, so what happened? We're wrapping up, and there's a there's a couple of pool inflatables. Yeah. There's yeah. one big flamingo and yeah. a big unicorn. I'm talking massive thing, unicorn. enormous. Yeah, like it's a lilo. You could fit two people could lie on. In fact, I had Harry and Vivi. We were lying on it together at one point. Great. Oh, like, it's serious. Big thing. Then. If you had serious. all previews on. Oh yeah. yeah big wow. unicorn. Okay. Just my weight alone. Yeah. Means well, that's big unicorn, basically right? what I'm getting to. Yeah. So I've gone, all right, I'm jumping in. Yeah. You know? So I've gone to kind of jump in, and Jacko's standing there kind of holding the unicorn. Yeah. And I've gone, I'm going to jump on the unicorn yeah. and then, like, into the pool. Mm. I've jumped on the unicorn, and it's moved, like, seriously. In, in As I'm in the air, it's moved a bit. And as my foot has touched the unicorn, it's gone sideways, which in turn did take my foot sideways. Right. And as I entered the water, I felt a crack that was similar to when you crack your knuckles. Yeah. You know, crack your knuckles? Oh, no, yeah, I've got to do it now. There we go. Yeah, I, I felt one of those, like a just a crack. And, and, went, and where was that crack feeling in my emanating knee, from in my knee? knee. In yeah. my knee. So and you did the splits, basically? No, that, no, no, not really. It was kind of like just a, like a bomb. Oh, right. But but my, my leg went out sideways. Right. In a way that your knee shouldn't. Mm. And I, I came out. I came up out of the water and I said, Jacko, mate, just walk away, buddy. <laughs> I've hurt myself here. Yeah. 
I'm just gonna just gonna get out of the pool. And I thought, how bad is this? Like yeah. ha- immediately, I thought, how bad is this? Yeah. Got out of the pool. I went, oh, actually, it's not not awful. Like yeah. it's it's okay. Just a cracking. I knee. thought I'll I'll sit down. I sat down. Yeah. I, I could full movement in my yeah. knee. No pain yeah. in the movement. Mm. My wife didn't come out much. No. Like my mother-in-law came out. So you're right. Listen to be honest. I'm mm. I'm not great, yeah. but I'll be okay. Mm. Amanda came out. She checked on me. All's good. No drama. I sat there for a bit. The kids got out. We did whatever. A couple of hours mm. of whatever. It was fine. Like my knee was. It was not bad. That night, oh, mate, pain. A lot of pain. Right, a lot of pain. I couldn't sleep. I went down. Here's what I did. I got out of bed. Yeah. I grabbed clothes. I went downstairs with my pillow because I thought, you know what? I'm going to try and sleep downstairs and I'm going to the hospital. Is like, I've, trip below. I've got my clothes. I'm going to – because I can drive. It's my left foot, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, okay. It's my left knee. Left. I'm just going to the hospital. Yeah. I managed to get through the night and the next morning I went, oh, I've got, I've got to go. Yeah. I've got to go. So yeah. we went to a medical center. Yeah. I've had scans. Yeah. And he's gone, mate, you've torn something. I don't know what it's called, a medial something. Just a medial ligament, which is fairly serious. Torn or strained? Torn or strained, right? He goes, we don't know for sure. Right. It's most likely strained. He doesn't know for sure. Well, you have to have an MRI to find out. Oh, right. He said, normally what we do is we'd get you to take it easy, uh, put it up, you know, don't don't stress it. And then in 10 days, we do an MRI. I said, mate, listen, in 10 days, I'm in Las Vegas. (laughs) And I said, I looked him in the eyes and said, listen, I'm going to America. (laughs) It's going to cost a lot of money if we cancel. I said, mate, I can walk. I can, yeah. Like it was painful hobble, like yeah. painful hobble. Yeah. He said, mate, get a brace for it mm. um, and, you know, come. let's get an MRI in the next mm. couple of days. I got, Amanda was at the shops at the time. She bought a brace. Yeah. 150 bucks it turned out. 150 Yeah. Jeez. But, mate, I've put the brace on when I got home. Like I can, You're a new man. I'm a new man. Well, I haven't noticed the, you really hobbling at take all. Take the brace off. Yeah. I'm an invalid. Really? I don't know what it is. It's like the brace um, actually replaces the medial ligament. Right. It's crazy. See, two things, Trev. Like, uh, you're replacing your medial ligament. So currently, you probably have a torn medial ligament, which isn't being used because you have a brace That's on. That's right, yep. And if you take the brace off, it hurts. you feel the pain again. You're not, but not as bad as the second day. This so is the sort of feel injury like it's getting better. which can rule out a football player for a season. I'm not playing football, champ. You are a tech man. And I'm not you do playing up, football. Yes, we do 30,000 steps a day. <sighs> that could be an issue. Don't expect us just to go for a round for you just because you sustained yet another injury on the eve of such an important event, it which, was, mind you, is not the first time that this has happened. I did break my arm just two weeks before CS. When you're on hoverboard. Yeah. I didn't go to that so one. So, look, I'm just saying um, I can walk now, I can hobble. Yeah. But CS was going to be interesting. What about the drugs? You got some drugs? Like- no, you know what? So I haven't taken any. Right. He gave me a subscription, plus he gave me some Panadine Fort. Yeah, sure. And you know, I haven't taken it because I need to know whether it's getting better. Mm. And so I need to know not whether I had the drugs and whether it's better because, nah, I'm just going straight through. I'm just going to go hard because I'm not dying here, folks. No. There so, could be worse things. Yeah, exactly. You know. So, ladies and gentlemen, pool uni- oh, by the way, the unicorn, dead. Yeah, in terms of it deflated, deflated after you ruined, I, I it. you ruined it. I obviously hit it at a point that was vulnerable, yeah. and it ripped. You know how we are going to Vegas and California. Yeah. They've changed the laws over there, and there's there's a certain product on sale which could is help illegal me. here, and it could help you. Cannabis oil has it ever helped you? No. Okay. Never helped me. We'll do a podcast next week with uh, Johnny Boy because yep. he's coming to Vegas, America for his first time, CS for his first time. Jesus. So we'll do a pre CS show yeah. uh, just before we go to CS. Looking forward to it. EFTM. You're listening to the EFTM podcast. EFTM. Right, Trev, we've got a very advanced microwave here in the EFTM. Whirlpool Crisp and Grill. HQ. 
And look, we've mentioned it briefly. Um, it's not just your normal microwave, it also crisps, which I, I'm just blown away by. There's no heating element in there. It's not an oven. Mm. It's still, to me, seems to operate like a normal microwave. Yeah. But you put a pie in and you choose the right function and it cooks it like it's been in an oven after six minutes. Six minutes, 50 seconds. Yeah. Comes out. Mm. It's not soggy like a microwave pie. Would not be. at we're all. We're talking frozen from the yeah. freezer, even browned a little. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's a it's, it properly cooks a pie. Yeah, it's legit. How bloody good is it? That's amazing. But here's the thing: we got you and you and John Boy the other day yeah. had pies, mm. and I think because uh, we're athletes here, one of you said, "Have you got a fork?" And I, yeah, there's some in the drawer. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And I, I'm happy to admit, yeah. I'm happy to admit at this point. Sure, when I'm at pie in the sky mm. and you get it on a, in a bag, I'll just, you know, munch, munch through the pie like you normally would. Mm. But when I'm at home yeah. or here at the office, I'm a teaspoon man. You're a teaspoon man. Yep. I so, take a teaspoon, I go round the outside, I take the lid off. Right. And I eat the pie, I eat the insides of the pie first. Like it's a bowl of mince. Yep, because I love pastry so much. Is there starch yeah, and, but, pro- and carbohydrates in pastry? But the only thing better than pastry is the combination of pastry and the meat know, together in one bite. It's also how I judge a pie. One morsel. If a pie has poor meat or mm. poor pastry, it loses points for me. Sure. So I like to know what the meat is like. So mm. a, ch- a chunky steak, Sargent's, for example, yeah. that's good meat. Bit of barbecue sauce yeah, yeah, and just yeah. eat up that meat. And then you get the paste. See, you're, you've met, you've... You're eating a complete pie. You're not going and getting pastry and making pastry and baking it and then having a casserole, right? Mm. So the pastry has like meat oozed into it yeah, and it still does. around yeah, it. So yeah. when you eat the pastry itself, yeah. it still tastes bloody good. Back, not, back you, when you were a you baker, frown upon you were a baker at one yeah. point um, up on the central coast in New South Wales. Yep. Is this where I mean, did you become a bit of a pie snob? Because um, you're obviously across the ins and outs of a pie. Do you know what? I can tell you right now that mm. I did. I spent. I think it was like three weeks. Yeah. I, I had a job. I don't know what the bakery was, but it was a bakery. Course. You know when you when you go through through Gosford up to Wyoming. Yeah, no. Yeah. You go up to Wyoming and there's a big roundabout up at Wyoming. Yep. Right no, after the shops, the big roundabout. Past Coles. Yeah, past Coles, but the roundabout takes you either left into West Gosford. Yep. Or yeah, West Gosford, or or right up into Lizaro. Yeah, right? sure. Before that, there's a oh, car yeah. deal near the railway line. Yeah, you did. Before that, Brian a, Hilton Toyota. Right. So you turn in there. There's an industrial complex. Yep. There was a bakery somewhere down the end of that street. There was. My job was to determine the cost of a meat pie. Really? Now, this was not, oh, mate, we use a bit of paste. This was, I weighed the pies. <laughs> I, did, I did this for donuts as well. I weighed the pies <laughs> before they went into the oven and when they got out so that we knew we, mm. we knew how, how many yeah. grams of pastry was in each pie, how, yeah. many, how much meat, how, how much everything went into everything so that we could literally understand the cost of a meat pie as opposed to just sure. knowing the kind of cost of a batch. Yeah, yeah. That, like it was like two weeks, three weeks work. Yeah. So, yeah, I know pies. You know pies very well. I know well. pies very well. I'm going to throw a bit of a curveball at you when it Gallows, comes to pies. Great pastry, not great meat. Right, well, that'll get back. Um, shepherd's pies. What are your yeah. thoughts? I'm okay with it. You're all right with this uh, swallowed potato on top. Oh, yeah. Right. Not, 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 I wouldn't buy one at a shop. See? At home, I love them. I love mashed potato. It's one of my favourite things. The cafe here serves some exotic pies, I think. Oh, it's lunchtime too. Good it idea. is too. We should have a pie. But if they're open, outside of beef, maybe some bacon and cheese in your pie. Nah, so I've got down in downstairs in the freezer, there yeah. are some bacon and cheese. Yeah. Uh, four and 20. So I love that. No. Nah. Really? Meat. I just want meat. Just meat. The best pie I've ever eaten yeah. is at Pie in the Sky up at Cowan. Yeah. Mate, their beef pie, it's chunks of steak in gravy. Yeah, yeah, they do it well. I've had crocodile pie. I'm sorry, what? Crocodile pie. There's, there's a place on the Old Pacific Highway, I think it's at Grafton. It's a famous pie shop. And they sell it there. Listen. Tastes like shit. I need, 
I need to get back to um, how you eat a pie first. But before we do that, speaking of crocodiles, there was some drama in, in your area. Yeah, somewhere. there was. Look, there was <laughs> I mean, we had a crocodile. Uh, it was not a crocodile! So, look, you know, <laughs> all these communities that we live in, and everyone's the same, they have a local community Facebook page, and an alert went out. Usually it's about a snake or a lost dog. This time it was about a crocodile. Well, I thought it was a crocodile anyway. This Owen has posted in our yeah. WhatsApp group mm. a screenshot of the local community yeah. Facebook page with mm. a picture of a large... Jurassic-type creature. <laughs> it was a dinosaur. At, uh, beside and in a pool. Yeah, it, was, it couldn't get out of the pool. That was the problem. So it was clinging for its dear life to the edge of the pool. It was a hot day, hot, hot, hot day. And this reptilian creature, which I've never seen before in the wild anyway, uh, was just just incredible. I mean, it, it was about over two metres. It was about two metres. It was about a foot wide... And it was a scary-looking creature. And every dog in the neighbourhood, the street was going off its brain. Turns out it was a goanna, which... Yeah. Are, you Ladies know, and gentlemen. We have plenty of them here. Regular goanna. What about what my wife said? I mean, we are we we just couldn't be the Leyland brothers. She said, uh, what's that, an iguana? I said, they, they change colours, don't they, the iguana? Yeah. yeah, not an iguana, darling. I, my first thought was Komodo dragon, but they're from Komodo Indonesia. Komodo dragon? <laughs> but aren't they just found on an island I somewhere? I think somewhere in Indonesia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, so we had... Yeah, there's my, a goanna. Listen, if my wife saw that in our Facebook local group, yeah. she'd be like, right, we're living at my mum's. Fucking, we'd be gone. It's unbelievable, isn't it? That day. There'd, nope. be no, there'd be no discussion. We've had, a, there's been, like, we've had an influx of spiders as well, um, particularly redbacks. And, you know, oh, I saw a redback the other day and I went, Jesus, I don't like to see redbacks. I mean, who does? They're, they're potentially lethal, aren't they? I mean, they can make if you very you sick. Fuck around with them, yes. but My father-in-law. Red Christmas, and I said, oh, man, I saw this huge red, like, it was a very big red back, and he goes, mate, look at this, and he takes me over to his, he has an irrigation system, and all the pipes are covered by a plastic cap, and he lifted it up, and <laughs> there would have been about a hundred of them, he's flicking them, he goes, he's, he, mate, they're harmless, and I, I said, what are you talking about? He's this old farmer, he just goes, mate, don't worry about them, he goes, it's the funnel webs you want to be careful of. Oh, yeah, cheers, mate. Thanks, good. Yeah, and where are they, mate, can you tell me? <laughs> can you give me a heads up about <laughs> well, where they are? Anyway, um, spiders, iguanas, goannas, it's good times where I live at the moment. Mm. This is the EFTM Podcast. This will get back. To who? My wife. She she doesn't listen to your content on any platform. (laughs) Not even TV, terrestrial television. I reckon if I was on Netflix in the original series of the Gilmore Girls, she'd be aware of me. Mm. Mate, I reckon if you won an Oscar, she wouldn't even know. <laughs> she, she, if I was Trevor America again, I won an Oscar for best acting on the Today Show. So, <laughs> Glad you saw this morning's segment. So anyway, I, I was driving here. Mate, we've got a ducted Actron air conditioning system at our house. When we bought our house four years ago, yeah. it had a big mm. air conditioning system in mm. like all the oh, rooms. Did it. All the rooms had vents, yeah, you know? Right, yeah. And just like two weeks before we signed the papers, mm. we found out it didn't work. Mm. So I've gone, well, knock some money off the price. I think we yeah. got like 10 grand knocked off, maybe eight so you should. knocked off the price. Because that was, yeah. to me, that was a selling point. Yeah. So I've had Actron come in mm. uh, and install the best, mm. paid a lot of money, like mm. paid over 10, maybe 15 you grand. You can control this one remotely. Yeah. Oh, you can. I haven't set it up. Okay. It's, died ages it's only been four years. No, well, we set it up and then I changed phones. Yeah. I don't know. It's just okay, complicated. Enough. It's easy. Just turn it on and off at home. Right. Anyway, so we've got a very good air conditioning system upstairs mm. and down, all the bedrooms, mm. zones, mm. the lot. Mate, it's fucking hot right now. Mate, it's 40, 41. I get home. Yeah. It's never on. Yeah. See, I don't get Mate, it. If you're not going to put the aircon on at that level. to just open the doors. For what? I'm like, it's fucking hot. 
What? What's the point of having an air conditioner? So there's not like we get a sea breeze here. Like, you no. know, it'll be 10 degrees cooler on the coast. We're inland. There are days that you do get a really nice wind. And I go, oh, because well, you're, you're up high. You let's are open up, up the doors. I'm yeah. cool with that. Yeah. But on a 30-something degree day, yeah. Yeah. Look. The, 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 the panel on the wall of the air conditioner tells you, you press the up button, it yeah. tells you how much, 29.7 degrees inside the house. Still air with kids running around. You know, it's just not a go. And, and look, I had the same problem last night. I mean, I woke up at about 3 o'clock and it was still 25 degrees outside. And I'm just tossing and turning. I think, what's the problem? And then I realised it was so hot. So I asked my wife this morning, I said, didn't you leave the aircon on 24, incidentally? I said, didn't you leave it on at 24? She said, no, I got up at about midnight and turned it off. I went, right. Okay, well, thanks for that. I had no sleep. <laughs> you know? Because oh, I get hot. See, I'm a 22 guy, right? Yeah. yeah. I go, I'm, I'll set it at 22. Mm. It's car everywhere. It's my number. I'm prepared to compromise and go 23.5. Yeah, I'm prepared right. to save some energy because they say that. You save energy mm. if you don't. Like if you set your thing to 19, mm. your thing's going to work oh, over stupid. time. That's yeah, just stupid, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I'm, I'm, so I'm prepared to go 23.5 because yeah. it's, it's currently 29. Let's do some work mm. here, folks. Mm. I'm even prepared to go medium fan cycle. Yeah. But ladies and gentlemen, if you've got an air conditioner, turn the fucking thing on. Yeah, just turn it on. I'm why, con- why are we sweating? I'm continuous high. It's got to be on continuous I, I came high. to the office. Yeah, he did. He actually relocated three minutes oh, on the road you know what, kids? to cool down. It's screen time. Let's go to the office. You know what's interesting in rural parts of New South Wales, where I spent time in Bathurst over Christmas, um, they have evaporative coolers oh, on, on their yeah. roof because it's a lower humidity and our style of air conditioning just doesn't work there effectively. Right. Okay. And so that method of cooling, you can leave a door. In fact, you need to leave doors and windows open for it to work effectively. Right. So it's you don't get this icy coolness, but it's just a nice breeze. It's beautiful. You can Except leave the doors fill open. Fill it up with water? No, 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 it's a, it's just a humidifier or something on the roof. I don't know how it works. <laughs> Man, look, it's this huge fuck-off box that sits on everyone's roof. <laughs> I hope the bike's next door. And oh, they're... yeah, the, the license to chill people. Get them in here. Oi, boys, <laughs> you're probably one of our spots. Why don't you come up here now? Stop parking in our spots and come and educate us on evaporative, evaporative air conditioning. air conditioning. They're probably but, not experts, given they're Sydney, But mate. they're good. I like those systems. Okay. Anyway, ladies. Fucking hell, we just want to, you know, we just want to stay cool. I've, mate, I've... Yeah. You know what? This is going to sound. I don't want to have sweaty balls. This is going to sound crazy. I've got the money for the power. It's not a problem. <laughs> Trevor's rich. <laughs> the power's not the issue. The biggest problem will be when we get the power for the office. <laughs> and where's that bill due? I don't know. It hasn't come through yet. Have we been here three months? Probably should check the letterbox. <laughs> where's that? We'll do it down on the way to lunch. Okay. Hot chips. So I did have an argument with my wife. I was I was rude. I apologised. I was naughty. Uh, I told her to go away mm. uh, because Jackson and I were trying to set up the Lenovo smart display for my mother-in-law. Yeah, and we, we were nowhere near for complete. But my wife would continue to ask it questions. I had to ask her to leave because um, it was annoying me. But the question, <laughs> the first question she asked was, "Hey, Google, who's Trevor Long?" Yeah. Right now, listen, I'm I'm a nobody. Okay, just chill out. This is a screen-based Google Home. Now, if you ask Google Home that same question, it'll say I'm a footballer. Right. But with the screen-based... Like NFL or...? No, no, um, like some old-school bloody English footballer. Oh, retired, okay. On a screen-based display, it brings up that I'm a footballer and it has my photo. Right. What? Well, how does that work? Wikipedia. Right. I don't, mate, I don't know. Mm. I, about oh, five, six years ago, mm. I helped get Joe Hildebrand... Mm. A Wikipedia page. Sure. Just as a joke on Twitter, he was mm. talking about how he didn't have one, and mm. I, I just put out the call, we mm. rallied the troops. Because what it, Wikipedia is not one person, it's, it's anyone. Like yeah. Anyone can go in. Mm. 
And we, I think we just got enough people to do it. And then the real Wikipedia people went, oh, it's not, he's not a real, not, he's not, not a big enough person to have this. They tried to take it down and we, we just kind of went all in. Mm. So here's my problem. Yeah. I don't have a Wikipedia page. Yeah. And Which if, I was surprised if by. If you ask Google who I am, mm. it's just, it's confused, mate. So hang on. <clears throat> you can't set up your own Wikipedia page no. and get away with it. No. Because someone will, you can, but someone will take it down so immediately. So despite the fact you appear on television multiple times a week, you're on radio 60 times a week, you podcast, you, not just this one, there's also two blokes talking sure. tech. Sure. I mean, you are ubiquitous. That I means you're everywhere. I don't have a Wikipedia page. You still don't have a page. Can't set one up either. And so it, it would take the community en masse to, to support you as a person and as an identity <laughs> to get one. Yeah. What hope is there, Trev? There's none. We need someone in this organisation to have a Wikipedia page just to give us a degree of relevance. Maybe we should put this on John Boy. I was on the radio for 12 years. You're, mate, you are on radio in Ireland just months ago. That's right. About Bonnell. What about they try, they, they try to pay for that? They tried to pay me. <laughs> it's a funny story, everybody, just quickly. Just to be – just to just, but for context, yeah. I get paid out of the 50 spots I do, I get paid for one of them. <laughs> Anyway, so we're in Berlin at the IFA, which is the technology conference over there, and we went and saw you uh, 2 We were very lucky. The Stig bought us tickets and surprised us, and unfortunately that was the time Bono lost his voice. It's only happened twice in his career. I was blind, didn't actually see it. I got smashed and didn't even see it. Anyway, so I, I did post on Twitter like I did, and it went viral, got picked up by BBC and everyone, all that sort of thing. And I get this call the next day um, from someone on Irish Radio, and uh, I needed to talk to one of their presenters, Marion Fanukin, I think her name was. Fanukin. Yeah, Fanukin. Marion Fanukin. <laughs> anyway, so I go on there and I do a little spiel about Bono losing his voice. Some months later, I get an email from her producer saying, Hi, Chris, you know, really appreciate your effort and all, etc., etc. Um, can you please send us your banking details? We'd like to pay you. <laughs> I was like, What are you talking about? Anyway, it's 50 pounds, 50, 50 euros. That's actually. a lot of money. 50 euros. I never bothered. It was just all too hard. I couldn't work it out. But yeah, it wasn't that strange. I mean, it's the best ever. I was just an eyewitness, mate. And I wasn't. I didn't witness anything. <laughs> I do need to make this point. If you get a Wikipedia page before me, yeah, there'll be drama. There will be a small amount of drama. I'll tell you, he's more. Chance. I won't change the lock. John be Bo- John's probably more chance of getting one because he's going to end up some sort of sort. model or something, some Instagram. He'll be like our Kardashian. Kardashian. Yeah, he'll have a huge amount of followers just simply based on looks and things he does with selfies. <sighs> he's taken a few selfies in the office recently when he's here by himself. Have you seen that? Yeah. Like he's flexing in front of the, the mirror. Stop. What is flexing? Well, it's if you have muscles and, and pectoral muscles and things like that. <laughs> what about that? That was like the opposite of flexing. That was just a massive, just jumbly <laughs> my, stuff moving. My muscles go inward. They go, they're inverted. <laughs> this is the Ictm podcast. This is the EFTM podcast. What's there, well, an echo? You what, mate? I said this is the EFTM podcast, and then that bloke said the same well, thing. Well, mate, because you pressed the one that has him on it. I'm going to play this one. So, uh, you didn't like that one? No. <clears throat> so, the Ubi car competition is coming to an end. Oh, no. Uh, it, ends in, check. it ends in two days. Right. Uh, currently, uh, Moses 75 leading, San V second, Gong third, and there are some great prizes. Uh, if yeah. you're not in it, I don't think it matters if you join now, frankly. Mm. Probably a waste of time. I'm coming 272nd. So, wow. I've done okay. Probably the long drives to mum, even though they weren't five-star drives. Yeah. Did help me um, in some way in their algorithm. Mm. Two seventy-two. Um, now, before you find your um, your your score, mm. I, I made a statement last week, and I listened back to it. I uh, I mentioned the three, the one, two, and three. Yeah. Um, that were in the thing. 
Yeah. And I said, listen, I'm pretty confident none of them are listeners. No. Well, dear Trevor and Bowen. Yeah. Thanks for the mention on the podcast. Oh. Ubicar. It was appreciated. Daz0023. Daz. I've been a loyal listener since Trevor was on 2GB. Love the EFTM podcast. Merry Christmas to everyone and their families at EFTM. And he's taken a screenshot. He's now coming 12th. He's now not well, in the... Well, he's 11th right now, so he's had <coughs> a good 11th? day. Yeah. Uh, he's not in mine. Oh, I've got him as 11. Yeah, that That's sense. controversial. Well, I've got myself so as 556. I said, I said he would win a prize, so I went down to the prize. Oh. I've got a set of JBL Endurance Run headphones. Very nice headphones. Hopefully, Daz, you're a runner. If not, well, they're not going to suit you, but you can give them to someone else. But there's a very good set of headphones coming your way from JBL. Uh, I will email you back and get your address, and we'll send those out to you. You know, he's travelled a lot of Ks too, 1,039 Ks. See, doesn't let me click on people. Yeah. On See, the end. Oh, there's Daz, 14th in mine. Yeah, okay. I don't know what's going on. But I'm 556th. You're useless. Yeah. Still um, one point. I did. Look, overall, I'm 80. So my overall score is still okay. That's gotten better. Yeah. So overall, I'm now at 94. 94. 94 overall, 93 for acceleration, 99 for braking. What's your cornering? Phone distraction, 87. That's right. Speeding, 89. Cornering, 89. Yeah, I'm 48. <laughs> That's where I let myself down. That's because I review cars, Trev. You need to test their cornering abilities. Oh, whatever. Plus, I did a few laps around Mount Panorama. And a Tesla on the that way. was actually the coolest thing you, I've ever seen was your ever. Ubi car. Not ever, but... Oh, yeah, yeah. came yeah, up the, with the Ubi Which car. had the actual Mount Panorama map. Yeah, which actually gave me, a, I think it was like a two-star rating. I don't know why. I did the speed limit the whole way. In fact, when you look at some of the speed... Forest elbow. Acceleration. Yeah, well, hang on. The, I don't know what corner that one is. I was doing 52 k's an hour. The limit's 60. Must be my uh, acceleration that let me down there. Anyway, good times. What about when you drive around that circuit and someone comes the other way? It freaks me out, particularly when it's oh, a police mate, officer. You'll see it in weird. the video. A police officer in a Pajero came the other way. Freaked me out momentarily, but I was doing the speed limit because I'm a good kid. Are you really? Yeah. So you did the speed limit the entire week? Yeah. Okay. Well, mate, it's double demerits. What I about touching your phone? You lose 10 points. And I smashed it all over the road, the Oxley Highway on the way to Mums from Ben to Mead to Walker Road. Did you? Just hammered it. Right, oh, that's probably something you should admit to. <laughs> anyway. I didn't say how much. Bye. Okay. I might have hammered it exactly on the limit. Look at people at Jaguar. You're wrapped to hear that. Oh, mate. It's, I had to test the car, mate. That's exactly EFTM. This is the EFTM Podcast. EFTM Podcast. Well, uh, Merry Christmas, everyone. Happy New Year. We are flying to Las Vegas this time next week as we record. So what we've decided to do is mm. we're going to get John Boy in just a day before we go. Yeah. And we're going to just we're going to talk CS. It might only be 15 minutes. It might be an hour. We don't know. Mm. But we're going to talk CS. I want to, I want to find out what he's thinking. I want mm. to find out what he... What he expects, mm. and I want us to just have a talk about what we think is going to happen because it's a big. It's a big show for us. It's a big show for uh, retailers, mm. and um, it starts the year off. Yep. And look, I'll give him the rundown on what you're like at CES, and uh, and you know the mood swings, uh, the lack of sleep, and and, and all the nitty gritty stuff that goes sure. on behind the scenes that sure. <laughs> that he won't be aware of. He's I'll also warn him about the code of ethics at certain nightclubs, um, and you know just generally, I'll, I'll you know what. I'm old, Trev, and I'm experienced, and I'm going to be a wise old hand this CES. Good on you, mate. Yeah. I'm not going to drink much. <laughs> I'm not going to gamble. I'm just going to work, work, work. Loyalty and teamwork. That's what we expect. Exactly. This was the EFTM Podcast. Until next week, Trev. Bye for now. Howdy ho everybody.